and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. No matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. Today is story time here at Bellman Homes, <laughs> and I'm joined here with Katie Salinas, a uh, new Hi. home consultant, and Haley Bandy, our marketing coordinator here at Bellman Homes. Hi. And uh, we are going to share some stories. Uh, what's the topic today? Toughest customers, yeah. and I feel like everyone can relate to this. Yes. Everyone at some point, no matter if you were working at 15 as a grocer or mm-hmm. 18 as a bartender, or now you're working in sales as an adult, you've always, everyone's dealt with a tough, tough At customer. least once. At yeah. least yeah. once. Yeah, we all have challenging customers, and, yeah. and the majority of our customers at Bellman Homes are good, but we've had tough mm-hmm. ones as well, mm-hmm. and um, sometimes, you know, there's just certain people... Mm-hmm. You try as much as you can. You yeah. just can't help them. You just them. can't please them. <laughs> so, um, yeah. so who wants to start? Who wants to tell a tough customer story? Um, okay, I will. Okay. So I think the majority of my tough customer stories come when I was a waitress. Um, so I worked at a local restaurant, actually Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, All right. Good wings, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, it was great. I worked there for four years, um, and I was a hostess for the first six months, and then after that I became a waitress. And I don't know what it is about being a waitress, but people come in and they just like unload whatever type of day they had uh, is what you get. Mm-hmm. So if they've had a good day, you yeah. get a good customer. If they've had a bad day, yeah. they're not happy with you. Oh boy. So um, as a lot of people know with Buffalo Wild Wings, they have an assortment of different wings, wing sauces. And um, this lady went So time, what's your favorite sauce though? We got to get Ooh, ooh, okay. <laughs> just take a turn. But, um... I I love spicy garlic or Asian zing. Okay. See, and I like Nashville hot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nashville. I don't think that's a beat-up sauce. Yes, it is. is it's it? brand new. Is it new? It's oh, brand new. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We're, we're going to have to take a yeah, yeah, yeah. field trip. Field trip, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when like, everything opens. I like the mango habanero and mango then habanero. traditional um, buffalo sauce. Oh, yeah, yeah, like the mild so, yeah. Okay. So good. <laughs> so sorry. We just took a turn. That's okay, though. Tell us your favorite sauce. We want to know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this lady came in, and she was super nice. She wasn't necessarily mean about it, but... She had asked me for not a sweet sauce, and I said, okay, well, teriyaki is a very salty sauce, but yeah. it's, it's super good. Yeah. And she said, okay, as long as it's not spicy, as long as it's yeah. not sweet, and I said, okay, here you go. So I give her her eight boneless wings, and she is on her sixth wing. And she <laughs> calls me over, yeah. and she says, I can't eat this. It's way too spicy. And I said, ma'am, yeah. this is literally the second sauce down on the green scale. Yeah, like, yeah. the first one is sweet barbecue. The second yeah. one is terror. Like, this yeah. is not <laughs> this yeah. is not spicy. <laughs> yeah, you did what you eat. Yeah. yeah, and she, I, I said, ma'am, it's, it's not spicy. I know it's not. And uh, so she just made a huge fit, and she called the manager over and said that I was being unreasonable. <laughs> and I, oh, so then we gave her all free wings, and we... I don't know. That's just my story. But should have just I, given a ranch. <laughs> I know, and I, it was just so funny because I was like, I know you're lying. It's yeah. not spicy. Oh, yeah, eat six of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or get the sauce on the side or something. Yeah, yeah. I think the thing is, like, the moral of the story here is that you can only do so much. Like, as yeah. a server, or yeah. as you know, even in home building, you try and accommodate people the yep. best of your ability, yeah. but there's only so much you can do. Yeah. Like, then they need to be reasonable. Like, come to a happy medium. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, absolutely. <sighs> So okay, Haley, so yeah. Yeah, Haley, you want to share a story? Uh, I don't. I, you, you go. You okay. Go. okay. I, I have to think of one. I don't. I okay. really don't yeah. have a ton of. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll share one of mine, and this was kind of like, uh, 
first kind of traumatic experience for me, you know, dealing with this person because um, I didn't see it coming, you know, and sometimes like you don't always know the people you're working with. And when you're building a home, like we work with these people for a long time. So mm -hmm. sometimes like who you think they are and then who they become mm -hmm. are very different. And, and a lot of people get stressed out when they're building a house, you know, to begin with because they're they're moving their home, it's a big purchase. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. um, and so sometimes we, we see them at their worst. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and a lot of times like, we're like, oh, sometimes we think this customer probably hates us, you know, yeah. just based on a conversation or two you had as you're building. But then all of a sudden you see them six months later and they're like super happy and they're like, oh, we love our house. You guys are awesome. And you're like, oh, okay, yay. <laughs> Great, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, <laughs> we were a little crazy when we built, but, um, but, but we had one that um, I was working with and um, they, they were like real nice and friendly. And I remember they came into my office one, one time and they, um, you know, it's just supposed to be like an hour visit. All of a sudden they come in with like a pack and play and all this stuff and they bring their kid in and they're setting all this stuff up and I'm like, holy cow, like what's going on here? And, they were nice and super yeah. sweet and stuff. I was like, okay, they seem like they're decent customers. Yeah. And I sold them a lot in one of my subdivisions. And we're going through the house and the changes and stuff. And everything was fine. They're adding a bunch of stuff. And they kept kind of bad-mouthing this other builder that they had built with before. And they're like, oh, you guys are awesome. You know, that's why we're going with you. Because we had a bad experience with this other builder. It was really bad, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. And I get to the closing. And they're like... You know, but they just signed the paperwork and, you know, like in closing, they came to mm -hmm. keep you in separate rooms and they had me come in and they were just talking. They just finished signing the paperwork and they're like, yeah, well, we're, we're going to get started here. And they're like, you know, when we built our last house with XYZ Builder, you know, we found all these mistakes and we got $25,000 out of that builder because all these mistakes they made. Oh my gosh. And I was like, <laughs> I've never heard somebody say anything like that. And I, I was probably like 24 years old or whatever yeah. at the time, and it was, you know sold for a couple yeah. years. So you don't I even like, know what to say at that I point. was just like, what? And then she's like, yeah, we're, yeah, we're really good at finding things, finding mistakes and whatever and, and, uh, and making sure that we take advantage of them. We got a whole free vacation out of whatever for something they did on one of our mm -hmm. trips. And like, yeah, we make sure we do that. We, we make sure we don't miss a thing. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And they had just closed. So they had bought the lot. They had to build with us as exclusive subdivision. They're, they're also they're going to be building with us. And they basically told me almost to my face that they're going to try and like extort money out of right, us. Right, right. Seeing you on a roller coaster. Yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh. At least and, they told you though, so you can have kind of like a, a screen up. So well, you know and it was like, it was such an forward. odd thing. Like yes. I was like, no, that that doesn't like, yeah. you know, maybe they're just whatever mm -hmm. um, or stressed out or whatever. So I was like, you know, I kind of brushed it off. I didn't really, mm -hmm. I, I did tell uh, my dad that, you know, they said this and I was a little nervous about that, but, you know, just kind of brush it off and we're building the house for him and it seemed like everything was going fine, you know, it was moving along and uh, pretty typical for a little while of our build. Um, and then we got into, um, about where the house was about half done, they got an argument about something, it wasn't anything major and they kind of let it go and I was like, okay, maybe that was just, you know, whatever. And then we got near, near the end when they started putting the finishes in and then all of a sudden it was like, they were Flip starting to look for stuff and it was like mm -hmm. they, they turned this dial on and at the time we had this package it was uh, uh for like all the fixtures in the house and polished brass was the big thing back mm. then so <laughs> this dates me whoa <laughs> yeah yeah so so we had a polished brass package yeah. and it upgraded all the faucets to polished brass you know in the bathrooms okay. and the kitchen said where you know we did polished brass and um 
but we never put a polished brass faucet in the laundry room because those those get beat up and it's mm-hmm. like off in the corner so we never it was only the bathrooms and the kitchen and then it upgraded some of the hardware pretty much whatever. the most important rooms like yeah. the misused rooms yeah. get the yes. polished brass faucet and it, like even we had some models with that package in it and yeah. that, that's it was so we set it up just like all the other models and put it in and all of a sudden get the phone call and she's screaming at me on the phone that you know, we put in a, a chrome faucet in their laundry room, and I paid for this polished brass. I paid $1,500 for this polished brass package, and, you know, you guys are pulling one over on us, and you're ripping us off. Mm-hmm. And and, uh, and then she brought back up one of those older things that she kind of blew off at the time, and then all of a sudden she has this whole list of things that mm-hmm. how she was wrong mm-hmm. that she never brought up to us. And it was getting to the point where we're about three weeks away from closing, mm-hmm. so she was, you know, fully turning on the, uh, the extortion. Yeah. Uh, plan here and uh, now we're seeing the true colors mm-hmm. and it was like holy cow mm-hmm. um and we're like you know this is the paperwork that you signed it doesn't call for a, a mm-hmm. you know a brass faucet in the laundry room mm-hmm. um and then it even said that it came with a chrome faucet on the paperwork she signed so the paperwork had spelled out yeah this is so exactly she had signed she paperwork that said this is the model number or whatever yeah. you get and it mm-hmm. didn't it didn't say polished brass mm-hmm. in that room and we're like we're not gonna do that and especially when somebody tells you they're gonna extort money out yeah, of you yes. like yeah you're, you're like less likely to yeah. you know she would have been like you know i was really expecting this mm-hmm. you know we probably would have just swapped mm-hmm. out the faucet for yeah. her uh but she she was mad and she's like you haven't heard the last of me and i was like oh, okay oh, and um they ended up closing yeah uh, and like okay that's fine and right as they closed us in the next day we get all these phone calls and like, have you seen that house? And I'm like, what are you talking about? What they did is they took a bunch of sheets, like like bed sheets, bed sheets, and they got spray paint, and they spray painted like red X's on it, and then they put like no Bellman on there, and they hung oh, them from their windows. All because of a faucet. Yeah, like this all sparked from <laughs> yeah. a faucet. <laughs> and they hung them, and now this isn't a subdivision we built. There's 200 lots in the subdivision, and we had built over 100-some homes in there already. So we had all these other homeowners that live in there. And then they see this house, and all these things go up on it, and the neighbors are like, what the heck's going on? And and the funny thing was what, what happened was, you know, they were trying to, to do this so we would give them something. And then they were asking for money. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't even just, no, we don't want the faucet fixed. We want, you know, whatever for our, our, our inconvenience and our... Wow. We have to pay for these bed sheets, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you owe some sheets too, right? Yeah, pile on, right? <laughs> yeah. So obviously we had to like talk to our attorney and, and, and luckily being in a subdivision, mm-hmm. there's a rule that you can't, it, it had something about signage and mm-hmm. said that that's illegal signage, mm-hmm. you can't do that. So they had to take it down. But what happened was actually a whole bunch of the neighbors mm-hmm. started approaching these people and said, that's not cool. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to live here, you can't be doing stuff like mm-hmm. that. And they're like, we love our home. I can't believe that you would have this bad of an experience. And all the neighbors kind of came to our defense, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And they were like, you know, I don't know what's wrong with those people, but they're they're weird, they're mm-hmm. freaks or whatever. And the neighbors all basically mm-hmm. kind of um, like ostracized these people. And then within um, about four or five weeks, they those people listed their home mm-hmm. and uh, they put it up for sale. And they put it up for sale for like $40,000 more than they paid for it. <laughs> what did they end up selling it for? Do you know? Um, they did make money on it. I think they yeah. probably made like $30,000 wow. on it or something. That's so they crazy. literally like 
lived in it for like a month. I don't even know if they actually moved into it, to be honest with you. I feel like you. these people sound like they just like build homes, look yes. for just problems, to create just problems. to create, to get money. Yeah. They close on a home, then they sell it and go on to the next one. Yeah, building. and um, you know, uh, I think, uh, you know, going through that experience, obviously seeing them like list it right away and then try yeah. to make a whole bunch of money and I was like, okay, these people are, yeah. you know, there's something going on here. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I... I I think the lesson for me going forward was, you know, you hear somebody say something like that, you have to like basically put the brakes on immediately yes. and, and kind of say, this is not mm-hmm. how this is going to work. And if you're yeah. expecting it, you yeah. know, we can't move forward, right. you know? Right. Um, and, 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 you know, I mean, we sometimes have situations where we make a mistake and we try and fix it yeah. or whatever, or people think they're getting something that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. It's not a situation where you want to get in a big fight. Right. But it was like, holy cow, like mm-hmm. that just kind of, gave us the impetus to like go through all of our paperwork and mm-hmm. really make sure everything was right and, and yeah, yeah and really spend extra time catching these things and then also yeah. being just careful about what you say you know represent something right. but but this was just one of those really weird situations where um you know they were really trying like they were going to start contacting the news and get the newspaper out and all this mm-hmm. stuff and wow. um you know, fortunately, um, it kind of turned the wrong way on them mm-hmm. pretty quickly. Yeah. And it wasn't, you know, and we even offered them to, you know, replace the faucet or whatever. And I think we did, but right. they were still trying to, like, extort money. That's why they put the sheets mm-hmm. up and everything. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was it was crazy. And, wow. um, you know, you build for hundreds of people. And, yeah. you know, that was probably, like, one of the worst situations mm-hmm. I remember having on, on my Jeez. end. Yeah, and segueing into that, I'm going to kind of flip it because I don't have a ton of stories um, have you been the bad customer? No. <laughs> no. But I have a story. So I have a story that it's it's uh, a friend of mine. And you have to, like, I, I now that I've heard this story, I think about, okay, so yes, these customers are giving us such a bad experience. Like, they're making us feel bad about ourselves and things yep. like that. Like, sometimes you don't know what they're going through. So, yep. oh, yeah. so um, at the airport, and I'm not going to say who this is, at the airport, a woman came up and she came up to the the baggage claim area she was missing her bag and she was actually being very belligerent I mean rude you lost my bag well her bag ended up long story short her bag ended up being on the bag belt so when she pulled the bag off the bag belt there was a few scratches on her bag okay okay? yeah so she came back up to the to the ticket or to the baggage counter she's like there's scratches on my bag I want a new bag very rude I mean to the point where potentially security Mm -hmm. had to be called and so, that's like a place you don't want to be messing around too no, much in the airport. Exactly. There's a lot of security yeah. there. A ton, you know. a ton of security. So um, after this this particular person wanted this lady to go away. So they they issued a Delta issued a new bag for them. Okay. okay? So they, they went away and um, after that they found out that this woman, her son, passed away overseas. Oh. So it's it puts it into perspective, yeah, right? Okay, you know, yeah. you, so you so have this tough, yeah. you have this tough customer, yeah. and this person behind the Delta baggage counter kept their cool when yeah. they they came home. I yeah. mean, and they were like, "This person was so mean to me. I wanted yeah. to yell at them, yeah. and they didn't yell at them. They just said, listen, you yeah. know, we're gonna make this right for you. Yeah. We're gonna fix it.' And you yeah. and they found out that sure. this particular customer way deep down had mm-hmm. a major issue that her son passed away. Yeah. So yeah. it really puts things into perspective, you know. I yeah. mean. 
you do the best that you can. Yeah, right? those are sometimes good opportunities then to mm-hmm. sort of do do the right thing. Yes, you know, you yes. probably in the normal circumstance maybe wouldn't have replaced the bag or anything. But, yeah, yeah, you, you know. want to do the right thing. I mean, Bauman Homes, you try and make everything yeah. right. Mm-hmm. At Buffalo Wild Wings, I mean, you're mm-hmm. ultimately representing a brand as a yeah. person. Yeah. So you want to make sure you're doing the right exactly. thing. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I think. But this there's always person, like that fine line between like doing the right thing yes. and getting taken advantage, advantage of. Advantage of, definitely. You know, and definitely. there's always like that, you know, hey, it's a good customer and, mm-hmm. you know, they've been really great and then all of a sudden there's this one thing. It's like mm-hmm. you want to help them and yes. you want to go the extra mile. Mm-hmm. Yes. But then you get the ones where it's just like they just constantly yeah. are yeah. picking mm-hmm. and, yeah. and asking and trying to get something. And it's yeah. like those are the types of people mm-hmm. where you're like, you know, mm-hmm. okay, you know, we don't want to necessarily, that's not a good customer. Right. Yes. Um, well, that's what I like about Bellman Homes too, because I know the first few days that I was working here, you had told me like with the, with the building process, like we want to keep the customer's interest at, you know, the very front line, like yep. their mm-hmm. interest and yep. um, their well-being is what's most important to us at the end of the day and their happiness. So you had allowed me to always just tell a customer like, yeah. Hey, you know, we're, we're not the best fit, fit. for each other. Mm-hmm. We want what's best for you. And so which is we, fine. Which yeah. is, and I I love that about you and Bellman Homes because yeah. well, the customer is not always right. You know, yeah, we're not like a, always going to force something just to have the next buck like yeah. a lot of well, builders do. We only do. build, you know, 30, 40 houses a year. So we can't help everybody. Yeah. So we can't necessarily be the mm-hmm. type of builder that, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we want to run 100 or 200 homes mm-hmm. a year. Right. So we can be a little more choosy about mm-hmm. who we work with because it's like a marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we've got, you know, a year. Nine months to a year. <laughs> yeah, just to build a home and then yeah. we have the warranty period afterwards. Yeah. And that can be a long yes. relationship. It's not mm-hmm. like when you go into the grocery store at one time yeah. and you have a bad experience or whatever. This is right. this is ongoing. Yeah. Um, and we're a small company, so mm-hmm. there's only so many people mm-hmm. that you're interacting with on a you know yep. a basis. So mm-hmm. if, if if it's a bad mm-hmm. fit and a bad relationship in the beginning, mm-hmm. it's it's not necessarily going to get better. Especially as right. the home gets built and you're moving, and you got less stress. It's it's only going to get a little more stressful. Right. Yeah. So if they're really rough at the beginning, it's 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 kind of like okay, it's probably how it's going to be all the way through, and maybe yeah. maybe that's not somebody that you know that's we could help or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we do. We do try to make sure that we work with with mm-hmm. people that appreciate what we're doing because yeah. we do hand make our stuff, mm-hmm. and um, it takes longer. It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it is, mm-hmm. and so you know we can only produce so many homes. So yeah. you know sometimes you know we have to be selective, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, and, and and you can't, you don't have to, you don't have to service everybody. You mm-hmm. know we're not McDonald's or something where mm-hmm. you know eight billion served or whatever. We're we're not doing that. We're yeah. you know it's much more of a limited thing, but it can be frustrating when you have. You know, and it, it's hard on everybody in the mm-hmm. company, too, mm-hmm. when you have a customer like that because it kind of rings through to everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, um, you know, our controller has to deal with it at some point. The project manager deals with it. The salesperson has to get involved. Yeah. You know, um, our receptionist it gets involved with mm-hmm. it. And so everybody gets kind of touched by that. And it's, um, it's hard when mm-hmm. you have somebody that's really upset or irate. So yeah. we really try to. Yeah. Have a good experience so you don't have those things because mm-hmm. it's just nothing good comes of it mm-hmm. usually. But right. but there are times where there's something that happens and you can turn yep. it into a good opportunity. Exactly. And I think that, I'm glad you shared that because that was definitely you know something that we try and do here as well. Yeah. Is you know sometimes you know we make all make mistakes. We're yes. all human, 
and the building process isn't uh, mm-hmm. exact. It's not yeah. built in a factory. Mm-hmm. So um, sometimes we have those situations. Yeah. So. Well, and we always try and be empathetic towards people yes. and their backgrounds and their stories. And we like to try and connect with people here too. So mm-hmm. yeah. just getting to know someone more on a deeper basis will just make that connection It makes so it a lot stronger. easier. Yes. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yep. So good stuff. Good advice too on top of it. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode of the Home Building Hero doing our toughest customers that we faced. So uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, we'd love to hear back, get some feedback. Um, give us a comment if you like the show. A uh, little shout out. Uh, they're not sponsors, but maybe they will be, right? Maybe we can get Buffalo Wings to do a sponsorship. I would love some wings. Yeah, I think uh, I think we got to get that on the menu here. So, all right. Well, thank you so much for tuning into the Home Building Hero. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Wherever you're listening, just hit the subscribe button and you'll get notified of any new episodes that we have. And in addition, make sure you follow us. Uh, we are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We have a website, homebuildinghero.com. So p- please feel free to reach out on any of the channels and give us some feedback on the program. And in the meantime, make sure you're subscribed and we will talk to you guys very soon. <laughs>